live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Pilot, this question is for you. My name is Mila Javamadi from Press TV. First of all, you say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? And uh, we saw the Black Lives Matter movement uh, over the past few years. Are you okay to be representing the US? Meanwhile, there's so much discrimination happening against black people in America. My apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country. Um, yeah, that being said, you know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. Um, you know, one thing that I've learned, especially from living abroad in the past years and uh, having to fit in in different cultures and, and kind of assimilate into different cultures, um, is that in the U.S. we're, we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day. You know, growing up for me, I, was, I, I grew up in a, in a white family with an obviously an African-American heritage and background as well. So um, I had a little bit of uh, different cultures and I, I was very, very easily able to assimilate in different, different cultures. So, um, you know, not everyone has that, that ease and uh, the ability to do that. And obviously it takes longer to understand. And through education, I think it's, it's super important. Like you just educated me now on the pronunciation of, of your country. So, um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a process. I think as, as long as you see progress, uh, that's the most important thing. Well, that was the, uh, that was the answer uh, that the U.S. men's soccer team captain gave in Iran because it was the right answer to give, A, because you are over there, but B, because you tried to bait him in to saying that the United States was racist. Now, the only thing that I would have said, I got to be honest with you, and, I, and, and maybe that's why I don't have a global platform like a uh, U.S. men's soccer team captain. But when he said, first of all, you're saying the pronunciation of our name, of our country wrong. It's not Iran, it's Iran. Let's get that one thing straight right now. I would have cut him right off right there and I said, hold on, let's get another thing straight. Know who you're talking to. America. Now sit down. That's probably why I'm not in that seat. But number two, seriously though, when he said, um, you know, your country is uh, discriminatory against black people, I would have said, what about your country's discrimination against women? I mean, on an all serious note, like the first thing, that's one thing. Okay, you, you're right. Here, I'm here. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll pronounce the name of your country right. Iran. How about that? Is that good? Is that all right? All right. Now let's get back to the, your country is discriminant against black people. Well, your country not only is discriminant against women, but is also discriminant against gays, which is also discriminant against lesbians, which is also discriminant against Christians. What about your country and your discriminant, uh, discriminatory history there? What about that? That's what I would have said. However, I do believe he gave you know, somewhat of a, of, of a correct answer, especially when you want to hold yourself, you know, be above them, rise above their crap. I don't know if I could rise above it. Anyway, uh, do you guys remember Megan Rapinoe, the uh, pink-haired women's soccer player who wants, you know, equality and equity and this, that, and the other? There she is right there. There she is right there. Well, she cried that nobody ever watched her play soccer and that she wanted the same amount of money that the men's team get. So, ladies and gentlemen... Megan Rapinoe just received over $6 million because the U.S. men's team advanced at the World Cup. Is that fair? 
Is that fair? Is it fair that Megan Rapinoe, who is a female on the females soccer team, on the, on the United States females uh, soccer team, uh, gets $6 million from a game that she did not play in a men's league? Do you think that's fair? Well, the United States men's team has to split their winnings with the United States women's teams after their win against Iran. How is that fair? The men's team earned at least $13 million by winning the game, but the women's team is set to receive half of that. How is that fair? Nobody watched their games, and I'm not saying that in a discriminatory way. I'm just saying a fair way. If we're talking business here, if we're talking dollars here, what makes sense makes dollars, and it doesn't make sense to split your winnings with a team that nobody watches. However, that is what's going on in the World Cup. But big shout-out. Big shout out to, uh, uh, to, the, to the men's team captain there, Tyler Adams, because he really, uh, uh, that was a great answer to give, and it was a very responsible and uh, a very mature answer to give. I would not have been able to give that answer, or at least I would have given it in a mature way of saying, well, there's discrimination that happens everywhere, which Tyler did say, but then I would have went on to say, you know, like the discrimination in your country against women and gays and lesbians. How about that? Now, a lot of people would say, well, Jeremy, what about your discrimination against gays and lesbians? I have no discrimination against gays and lesbians. I have a discrimination against the movement, which is LGBTQIA, pedo, let me have sex with your child, plus community. Just like I have issue with the BLM community, not black lives. See what I'm saying? It's the organizations that I have a problem with. And it's also the, uh, the slap in the face to marriage, the marriage that God gave man and a woman, And that's my problem. I have no problem and I don't discriminate against gay people and their lifestyle. I have a problem when it when it uh, when you use the 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 LGBTQ community as a fascist movement like BLM. You see the difference? But that's what I would have said. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining in tonight. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, brought to you always by the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you guys. Thank you very much. God bless you. I do, dimis- I do di- <laughs> discriminate against Democrats, though. That's a good, that's a good point, Reverend. That's a good point. I do discriminate against Democrats. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, folks, I have a few emails that I need to read tonight. So if you would just please bear with me. Um, The first email is asking for prayers. Now, I didn't want to do this one last. I wanted to do it first because I have a lot of great emails in here that are good news. This is not so good news, but I do need your undivided attention and I do need your prayers. Jeremy, my sister Terry Sue sent you an email today that she wants you to read before she comes back to the chat. Please reach out to her. Well, Eli and I answered emails from today and yesterday. So unless she just sent it, we responded back to her. I'm not sure what's going on with Terry Sue other than the fact that she was scammed out of a lot of money. Um, and I'm not sure why she's not in the chat. But uh, we answered emails all day today uh, from, from today, Wednesday, and into Tuesday. So we did answer a lot. But other than that, I don't know what's wrong with her. So if you could tell us right here, then I, I would appreciate it. Eli, please keep an eye out for that in the chat real quick. All right. From Angela Corsi. Thank you so much, Jeremy. We recently got set up on Rumble. My husband and I watch you and support what you're doing. Your encouragement is precious to us. My husband came to know the Lord after our son was murdered by illegal aliens in Reno, Nevada. God does beautiful things with horrific situations, and he came to full faith on April 12th, 2020, and has been hearing truth ever since, and you've been a big part of his truth journey. Though you are unaware, you have been a vessel used by God. I thank you for your commitment. If you could, his birthday is tomorrow, November 30th. I just printed this out today. He's 63 and his name is Wally. If you could give him a happy birthday shout out, I think it would make his day and mine as well. In Christ's love, Angela Corsi. First of all, I want to say I'm very, very incredibly sorry about your son being murdered by an illegal alien, which is why Ben fights and why we all fight to try to keep that danger away from this country. 
uh, we will pray for you and we love you and we thank you. We'll also pray for Wally and his journey with Christ. As we know, it's a never-ending journey and he'll experience miracles along his way. So we're going to say happy birthday to Wally real quick and we're going to sing it in LFA fashion. Ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wally. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Wally, 63 years young. God bless you. We love you, my friend. Now let's get into the next email. This is from Jesse Cornelius or Green Broccoli. This is a good one. Check this out, guys. Dear Jeremy, I am Green Broccoli. Yesterday's show about grudges and taking that poison pill really hit home. By the way, if you don't follow my newsletter where you get your morning, um, your morning prayers and your morning devotional, please do so because we're going to build an entire new podcast around that as well. I did not have a fight with anybody. It was about two years ago that I went to my best friend's house. She asked me to come in and I was going up the stairs and she asked if I had taken the, vac- the shot. I said no and she frantically ran into her house and said I have to put a mask on. I turned around, said BS, got in my car and left. After hearing about grudges this morning, I made it a point to go visit her, and I'm glad I did. In August, she had brain surgery, her dog died, her brother had heart problems, and his dog died, and the story goes on and on and on, uh, on all of them, got the shot. I just wanted to let you know that you did me a great favor by talking about grudges and poison pills as a weight has come off my shoulders. Thank you very much. I enjoy your shows every morning and every afternoon. Yours sincerely, uh, Green Broccoli. And that's exactly right. Um, have, holding a grudge against somebody else or wishing bad on somebody else or, or not caring what happens to somebody that you might have known in the past is definitely like eating a poison pill and hoping that it hurts, harms, or kills them. And it's not going to do that. It's only going to hurt, harm, or kill you. When you forgive somebody, it's not for their sake. It is for your sake. And that comes straight from God and straight from Jesus and straight from the Bible. So I'm glad you were able to do that. Here's the next one from Sue. Uh, Sue Lee, uh, Lehigh Lady Schmoker. She says, thank you for plugging me with Tim Gustafson from Insurity Financial Services. We had a one-hour phone conversation yesterday where he studied my current Medicare plan, compared with two others, sent me documentation, and allowed me to make my own decision without pushing. He truly does what he claims. I've made another friend and will point my other soon to retire friends, his retired friends his way. Love your team. Uh, and all you stand for, Lehigh Lady. And I'm glad that Tim was able to help you out. All we try to do here is encourage, inspire, give truth, give gospel, and help others. And here's one more here, ladies and gentlemen. Hi there. First of all, thank you so much for my signed Armor of God hat. It's in our display case. Folks, if you want me to sign anything, I don't know why you would, but if you want me to sign anything that you buy on JeremyHerald.com, just put that in the notes section, and we'll do that for you before sending it out. Next, after the talk and positive comments about EnviroCleanse, I talked mom into getting one for herself. I can't afford one right now, but thought it would help her immensely. As kind as she is, she wanted me to buy one, but I did not want her spending her money on me. Mom is 77 and not in the best health. I wanted to share something with you guys about the conversation I had in the chat with the EnviroCleanse people. I, um, she screenshot it and she shared it with me, but I want you to... Um, I want you to read what uh, they said. She said, I learned about your product through Jeremy Harrell, live from America. I've been following for several years. EnviroCleanse said, he is amazing. I thank you, EnviroCleanse. She said, yes, he is. She said, we are so happy to be able to be a partner of his and everybody at the LFA family. What a great, what a great, great um, uh, partnership we have with our sponsors here. And they've kind of become part of our LFA family and where the LFA family cannot afford to fund LFA the way they used to be, you know, under Trump because of Biden, these guys have come in and it's truly an amazing thing to be a part of. Everybody's been great. Everybody from the LFA family to the sponsors, we're growing one big happy family. We're healthier. We're breathing better. We're smarter. We're more in the gospel. We're walking that, uh, that narrow path that God wants us to be on. And it's truly a journey that is a blessing every single day. Uh, Jeremy, you are the hip hop patriot. And you are a patriot. Well, thank you, T. Mitchell. God bless you. All right. While we go to the Lord, I'm going to read the Lord's word for you tonight in this devotional. We're going to go to where it points it out in the Bible. But as we do so, we're going to put on that rumble chat so you guys on Roku and Firestick can see what everybody is saying in the awesome rumble chat. I encourage everybody to have a rumble profile 
is what you need to be in this chat because it's truly amazing the friends and the family that you make. Here we go. December 1st. Your yearning for, for uh, permanence is good because it is longing for eternal, invisible reality. That reality is primarily about me. And I draw near in response to your seeking heart. I am able to give you a firm place to stand, setting your feet on a rock. From Psalm 42. He lifted me up out of a slimy pit. Sound like the swamp? He lifted me up out of a slimy pit, out of the mud and out of the mire. He set my feet on a rock and give and gave me a firm place to stand. That is from Psalm 42. And from Psalm 18, 2, it says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold. And before you turn out the light tonight, ladies and gentlemen, ponder what it means to hide yourself in God. Your rock your fortress, your stronghold, your refuge. How many of you get discouraged every day, every week when you hear the news? How many of you get discouraged when you hear about the things that are going on and you hear about more elections that were stolen and all that? Do you know how you can stay positive? Do you know how you can look towards the good and not the bad? Do you know how you can find the, the good in the bad? It's all with God. It is all with God, period, point blank, ladies and gentlemen. Troy says, no live show for me this evening. It keeps freezing. I'm sorry about that, Troy. I'm sorry. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, when things are happening to you and you alone or you and a few people, it isn't Rumble. It's your own computer. You might have too many things going. You might have too many apps going. You may need to restart. You may, if you're on the app, you may need to even um, get rid of the app and re-download it. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, there are different ways to watch the show. Roku Fire Stick, the LFA TV app, Rumble. You can even go to Truth Social and watch it right from there. So try in many ways, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll get going. Here we go. Uh, Lord's Prayer. I almost missed the Lord's Prayer. Don't want to miss that. Please remove your hats and let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's so good to see all you guys. And I am sorry. I know some people have issues watching. And uh, for, for, um, in order to uh, combat that, I'll ask you guys all to share the video. I know all of you don't like the video for whatever reason. Maybe maybe you can't. Maybe you just don't want to build a profile. Maybe you just say, you know what? I'm not liking it. But I will ask that you share the video for those that do want to watch it because sometimes if they go through Telegram, there's, some, there, there's, there's cookies and cash that follow them. If they go through another site, there's cookies and cash that follow them and it doesn't allow the, uh, the video to be played correctly. But there are a ton of ways to do that and the best way to get people in is to share the video on all your other platforms. Here we go, folks. First and foremost section, lift up your cups. We have to get to the craziness that is Kanye West, folks, because, and why am I giving, some, some people are going to go, why are you giving this guy airtime? Well, there's a reason why we're giving this guy airtime. We know that everything Kanye West, or ye, yay, whatever you want to call him, is a, uh, everything he does is a p- publicity stunt, everything. Nothing that Kanye does is anything more than a publicity stunt. He's not a serious guy anymore. He does have mental health issues, but don't blame Kanye West's, um, his publicity stunts on his mental health issues. He's not mentally handicapped. He does have issues probably like bipolar and, and other things like that, but he's not mentally handicapped in any way. Okay, he does this because he gets in the news. His setup to Donald J. Trump was for him to get in the news. Why are we talking about him? So that we can stay clear from people like Kanye West. If Kanye West wants to support Trump or support MAGA, then he can do it from afar. He does not need to be close by. And what he did on Alex Jones today 
is absolutely ridiculous, and it shows how much this man is reaching for something. And I would not call it reaching for help. I would call it reaching for attention. He's going around, when he, and he's doing this um, ridiculous uh, I Hate Jew tour with uh, Nick Fuentes and with Milo Yiannopoulos and with other losers. That are, not, that are not accepted uh, by Republicans. I don't care who you're accepted by. I don't care you're not accepted by. What I am going to tell you is I'm going to stay clear from people like this because they are bad news bears. And when he went on InfoWars today with Alex Jones, he was wearing a full black mask so he couldn't see his face, more of a publicity stunt. He knows by doing and saying these things, people like me and everybody else is going to put him on camera. I'm not putting him on camera for because I'm distracted by him and I'm not putting him on camera because because he deserves it. I'm putting on him on camera so you can see exactly what he and many others are trying to do. And they're trying to attach themselves with this ridiculous language to real serious people like Donald Trump and others so they can help tear them down. Who do they really work for? Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this craziness uh, uh, that happened on InfoWars You're today. not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I... I see, I, I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew, I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me, you can love, um, you know, us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Every human being has something of value that they bring to the table, especially Hitler. And when Alex Jones gave him the opportunity, the very, very, very easy opportunity to say I'm not a Nazi he said you're not a Nazi right because he's saying that people are labeling him a Nazi Alex Jones says well you're not a Nazi and he goes well well I certainly see good things that Hitler did no 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 every person in this world is not good there is not good in every person as a matter of fact Jesus says just the opposite there are none good but God There are none good but God. When the rich young ruler said, Sir, sir, teacher, teacher, rabbi, what must I do to get into heaven? He said, "Uh, Why do you call me good? Good sir, what must I do to get into heaven? Good teacher, why do you call me good? There are none good but God. And if there's any even ounce of good in anybody, Hitler had none, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just call a spade a spade here, okay? The guy's a nutcase. And anybody in their right mind would not give this guy an opportunity to come on their show. Tim Poole, why did you do that? Alex Jones, why are you doing that? Kanye West and Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos could show up here at my studio door and say, hey, we would like to get on your platform. I would, I would say, hey, get off my doorstep. You're not, I would never, ever, 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 ever allow that. I know why they allow it. Especially Alex Jones, he needs to make some money. You know what I mean? Especially Kanye West, he needs to make some money. They've lost billions, right? Alex Jones didn't have billions. Kanye didn't lost his billions. So people say, what is Kanye's angle here? Kanye's angle is very simple. He's all about himself. He's a selfish person. I'm going to tell you what his angle is here. His angle is anarchy. Tear down the entire system. That is Kanye West's angle. Tear it down Put me at the center of it so I get all the attention because attention needs money. And even Donald Trump said one day, remember what Donald Trump said? He said, all press is good press. There is no bad press. All press is good press. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. But the reason why I really wanted to show that video and talk about that was because during Trump's dinner with Kanye West, literally in the middle of his dinner, when Trump and Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos and all these idiots went down there to set him up, Donald Trump got a phone call in the middle of that dinner, and we now know who it was from. It was from Donald Trump, one of Donald Trump's lawyer, Nick Gravanti. Now, this lawyer, Nick Gravanti, is also a lawyer that Kanye West uses, okay? Nick Gravanti knew that Kanye West 
and knew that Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos were going to Trump's Mar-a-Lago home to set him up. They got the message from Kanye West before they even went. So when Donald Trump was having dinner with Kanye, he got a call in the middle of dinner, and it was from Nick Gravanti. And Nick Gravanti said that they're coming there to set you up. They're there to set you up. So let me just read this here real quick. I want to read some quotes here for you. Um, Speaking in regards to how he was concerned. Hold on. Let me just take it back a little bit. Amid an incredibly anti-Semitic tirade made by Kanye on Alex Jones uh, with Nick Fuentes, Fuentes revealed another aspect of the notorious Thanksgiving dinner that Kanye had with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Speaking in regards to how he was concerned that he wouldn't be able to get into Mar-a-Lago, Fuentes revealed that Ye sent a text message to Nick Gravanti, who's the lawyer, that was meant for Fuentes. Gravante is a lawyer that represents um, Trump and uh, represents um, Kanye West. Quote, and when it turned out that Ye had accidentally sent a text message to a lawyer that both Trump and Ye share and forwarded him some intel that Karen gave uh, to us about how we were going to have uh, the Trump meeting, how to read his body language and the kinds of things that maybe we should avoid or things that we might want to or might not want to say. And so before the dinner, Kanye actually forwarded that to the lawyer who then in the middle of dinner apparently called Trump and said, hey, Karen Giorno is involved. This is a setup. You guys are literally being set up right now. That's what happened. So where Trump is going with all of this, why Trump, um, uh, I I, I imagine Trump knew probably before the phone call, but I'm going to tell you this, uh, Kanye West. You might be a, you might understand reality TV and you might understand the media and you might understand how they work because of your time in in the media and with Kim Kardashian, but nobody out Trump's Trump. I can tell you that right now. And if you think Trump is going to allow what Kanye West did to him to stand, you are sadly mistaken. Kanye, you think it was bad losing a billion and a half dollars in one day because of your ridiculous um, semantics? How fast do you think you're going to lose the money when Donald Trump publicly uh, shames you and makes fun of you for who you are and what you do and what you say? If you think Donald Trump is going to take this laying down, you are sadly mistaken. Sadly mistaken. So that uh, wraps up your first and foremost section of the day. Anybody who says Hitler's a good person should probably not be listened to. Now, I will admit that Kanye's first two albums and all of the work that Kanye did to try to become who he was as an entertainer, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I thought Kanye's music was amazing. There was no better producer in the game when it came to sampling stuff from the old days, which is what hip-hop is all about, and bringing it to the new music. There was nobody better. But I will never listen to another Kanye West song again. I will never support Kanye in any way, shape, or form ever again. And as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, if it even comes on the radio, I will change the radio. Jeremy, set him up how, Michelle? Well, set him up because uh, bringing uh, that anti-Semitic rhetoric and Nick Fuentes around President Trump and, not, and, not, and, and having President Trump not know that Nick Fuentes was there caused 24-hour media attention, caused the leaders of the Republican Party to come out and condemn him, caused future potential candidates that would be against Donald Trump to come out and condemn him. That was a setup. And they'll use this throughout 2024. They'll use this against Trump throughout 2024. That's why it was a setup. That's why it was a setup. Somebody said they never heard his music. Trust me, his music was good. If you like hip-hop, his music was good. It was good. But he's trash now, and he's done. And if you think you lost a billion, you think losing a billion and a half was going um, to bankrupt you, wait until you see what happens in the next two years. Go woke, go broke, go stupid, go broke too. I don't listen to hip-hop except for Jeremy. Well, I thank you. I thank you. For Kanye, pride comes before the fall, says Tim. Amen, Tim. Amen, brother. 
This is just the beginning for Trump. Amen, Lauren. You are 100% right. I'd like to thank also the $40 rumble rant that came in from Mateo. He said, keep the fit. Or Mateo, I don't know if it's a girl or a boy, but I would assume it's a boy. Thank you very much for that $40. Kanye's got some dark music too. Yes, he does. But that came after his first two albums. After he got, you know, his, his accident and all that kind of screwed him up. Um, his song, I Am God. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, Jesus Walks was a good song. Jesus Walks was definitely a good song. You're very welcome, Michelle. You're very welcome. God bless you. I would ask you guys if you could do another quick round of sharing and rumbling. If you have not liked the video, please do. And if you haven't created a profile on Rumble, just do it real quick. It takes five minutes. I would really, really could use your guys' rumbles and your, and your, um, your engaging in the live audience. Okay. The Senate, the United States Senate has passed their version of their bill to avoid the railroad strike. And ladies and gentlemen, the bill will now head to resident Biden's desk so he can color inside the lines, which he won't be able to do, to block the railroad strike. All right? The Democrat-led Senate, because it, until, until Herschel Walker wins, it's still a Democrat-led Senate uh, because we have 50 senators in there right now uh, for the Democrats and only 49 for Republicans. So the Democrat-led Senate passed its bill today to block, they say avoid, I'm going to say the word block, to block the National Railroad strike. The Democrat-led House currently right now passed the bill to avert the railroad strike on Wednesday, which we talked about yesterday, in a bipartisan vote. It now heads to President Biden's desk. Now, the House passed a separate bill to raise the amount of paid sick days for the railroad workers from one to seven. That legislation actually failed today in the Senate, but they did pass a bill that would allow them to block the railroad from being able to go on strike. Now, there's two things about this. I agree and I disagree, okay? I agree that the the Senate has the power to do this because of the Senate's uh, oversight and how much, I mean, not the Senate, the government's oversight and the government's um, tentacles into the railroad industry, okay? But by and large, the railroad industry is still run in the private sector. And I do not agree in any way, shape, or form, whether it has something to do with national security or not, from the government of the United States, because they are not an entity. They do not have the ability to possess anything and own anything by the Constitution. I do not agree that they can stick their nose in and tell them they cannot strike. Okay? And again, if it comes down to it, what are you going to do if everybody says we're not working? Whip them like you did black people back in the day, Democrats, when you advocated for slavery and didn't want to get rid of it? You mean, is that what you're going to do? Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, the, the Senate did pass the bill. And uh, again, if the railroad did go on strike, we would go from a recession to a depression in about a month, and the United States would lose about a billion dollars a week if you wanted to know the ramifications of actually going on strike, okay? Um, I don't know who Rhonda is. Who's Rhonda? Is there somebody named Rhonda in the chat? I don't see Rhonda in the chat anywhere. Rhonda, Rhonda, romping Rhonda, where are you? Somebody said ignore Rhonda. I don't want to ignore her. I want to uh, educate romping Rhonda, but I don't see her anywhere. I don't see any of her. She must be incognito. Must be incognito. Anyway, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to our first sponsorship break of the day. And uh, we're going to go to our uh, our CBD sponsor, CB Distillery. I'm going to tell you something right now, folks. My wife and I were doing the, um, the melatonin uh, sleep gummies, you know, to help you kind of give you the same kind of relaxation that a turkey gives you on Thanksgiving. And we were doing those, but we noticed that it didn't, uh, that they, they, we started to come like, uh, you know, immune to them. And we, we, we started not sleeping as well anymore uh, with the assistance of those melatonin sleep gummies. So now uh, we went to the CBD, the CBD sleep, gummy, sleep gummies. And I'm going to tell you what, those things work. Those things work amazing. And, and there's no after effects. The thing about CB, uh, CBD products is that I have very, very, very few in my life ever heard of anybody saying that there's side effects from CBD. Guess what there is side effects from? Pharmaceutical companies and their products. And that's why they spend billions of dollars a year to keep you away from CBD. And they'll tell you that it's pot. They'll tell you that you'll get high. They'll tell you that it's weed and it's not. Okay. There's a difference between, um, 
the 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 THC levels that get you high and the THC levels that are dry, that are uh, taken out of the cannabis plant for CBD. So, ladies and gentlemen, please check it out. If you want to talk to somebody who's more educated, uh, Lacey Barkalo here in the chat. She's right here, and um, she's very well knowledgeable. Uh, about CBD, but if you want to talk to somebody even more that you trust, then get a hold of your doctor, okay? The stuff can't, it's not going to kill you, and it's not going to get you loopy and high, and you're not going to be raiding the refrigerator at 2 a.m. with the munchies, okay? Uh, So many different uh, reliefs that you can get from CBD, whether joint pain or anything. Check them out at cbdistillery.com. Now, another thing, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of you are going and getting the, um, a lot of you are going and getting the mini chainsaw, uh, there's a new website. It's a new site. It's not Tackright LFA. It's now Tackright LFA TV. Okay, some people were having some problems getting there for some reason. So it's TackrightLFATV.com. That'll take you right there. Anybody who's had a problem with it, though, you're emailing me and we're getting it fixed up right away for you, okay? All right, moving on. I thought corruption could not get much worse in the Democratic Party as it pertained to elections. Ladies and gentlemen, I am wrong. I am wrong. Because corruption just took a whole new level in the state of Colorado by the Secretary of State there, very illegitimate and very uh, Marxist, Jenna Griswold. Jenna Griswold today did something that I didn't even think was possible. Okay? Jenna Griswold did something I didn't even think was possible. And she is demanding and ordering as a Secretary of State in charge of the elections there, much like Katie Hobbit, she has power. She is ordering a recount of the election pertaining to Lauren Boebert and her opponent. The reason why I say that I've never seen the level of corruption here is because Lauren Boebert's opponent has already conceded the election. He has already said, I concede, I give up, you win. There's, there can be no change now. That's why President Trump has never conceded. That's why Carrie Lake will never concede, okay? There can be no remedy of anything at this point based on the fact that this person conceded the election. How in the H-E double hockey sticks can Jenna Griswold order a recount? I don't know, but she is. A recount has been ordered for the tight race between Representative Lauren Boebert and her Democrat challenger, Colorado Secretary of State. Jenna Griswold, a Democrat, ordered the account, uh, the recount because of the slim margin, which was 0.16%. Colorado law mandates a recount if a race is within 0.5%. But the problem is, in this case, the Democrat has already conceded the race. So how do you even do that? How do you even do that? How is that even possible? Adam Frisch already said, I'm done. You win. This is their attempt to try to come and steal it again before January. But I don't think that there would ha- there would be any um, I don't think that there would be any leg to stand on in court. Uh, this is from this is what Lauren Boebert said. Adam Frisch called me to concede this race. I look forward to getting past the election season and focusing on a conservative governance in the House majority. Time to get to work. That was a statement made by Lauren Boebert on November eighteenth. Adam Frisch, the businessman from Aspen City Council, has already conceded. Frisch said he decided to concede because he did not want to give supporters false hope. So how is there an automatic recount? I can understand that state law says you have to have an automatic recount if. But there's been a concession. It's done. It is over. Like the Sopranos. Get over it. So I guess we'll say, we'll wait and see what happens. But I, like I said, I did not think ladies and gentlemen, that corruption could get much, much worse. And now they're trying to overturn elections that have already been conceded by the opponent. So, the one I am. Jeremy tells me most of my news and he has, and he's 2,000 miles away. Let's pull up that rumble chat. Can we do that real quick? Let's get that rumble chat back up. I'd like to see, I'd like everybody on the, the other platforms to be able to read what the LFA family is saying here. The Democrats do not know the meaning of conceding. Amen. Keep those rumbles coming, says the LFA producer. Was the concession recorded, said Bad Moon. Well, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good point, but him, he himself made the statement that he conceded. So whether it was recorded or not, he's on record himself saying it. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Try searching LFA Space TV on Roku, says JL Jazz. Yes, that's right. It's LFA Space and then TV. Just like the app, if you go to download the app on Google or um, or Apple. Um, January can't come quick enough. One month before H-E-double-L, says PA Cat Lady. Laws don't apply to dummy crats. Well, that's true, says Wayne. That's, that's true, Wayne. Griswold must have found a bag of ballots, says Jay Hoffmeyer. Amen. Again, thank you for the rumbles, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the commenting, and thank you for the rumble rants. They do keep our slurp fund, Phil, uh, to the brim so that we can uh, reach out and help people. And they also keep our producer, LFA, uh, Eli, here at LFA, employed. So, all right, moving on. The kind of crap that we just talked about. The Democrats, the kind of crap that they do, you know, ordering a recount in an in a um, in a uh, election that's already been conceded. This is the kind of stuff that regular everyday Americans are starting to say, "Hold up, I'm done." And this is one thing that we have going for us going into the 2023 season, 2024 presidential election. We do have people waking up everywhere, and in West Virginia, they just became a little bit more red, ladies and gentlemen. West Virginia just became a little bit more red as a state senator there has said, I have had enough of this Democratic Party, okay? I am, I am uh, uncomfortable with the leftward direction of the Democratic Party, and I am leaving, and we've just had a state senator in West Virginia switch from Democrat to Republican. He goes by the name of Glenn Jeffries, ladies and gentlemen. Can we pull up this man on the side screen here? There he is. Glenn Jeffries, state senate in West Virginia, has just decided I am no longer a Democrat, I am moving on. Tony Hodge, the co-chairman of the West Virginia Republican Party, said that Glenn expressed to me his discomfort with the leftward direction of the Democratic Party, and he is no longer identifying with them. Republicans in West Virginia now hold a giant majority with 31 of the 34 Senate seats belonging to Republicans. Republicans who already had all but a handful of seats in the state Senate now have another, ladies and gentlemen. Senator Glenn Jeffries, who had been a Democrat, said this, I have the greatest respect for many of the friends and supporters I have been blessed with during my time in public office. I hope to continue and strengthen those relationships going forward. Our politics have gotten so personal and difficult, I want to make sure that I serve constituents and our state in a respectful, thoughtful way that leads to a better life for all West Virginians. And although West Virginia is solid red, it's going to become a key state in 2024, especially with trying to get Joe Manchin out of there because Democrat Senator Joe Manchin is up for reelection and he's already gotten a Republican primary challenger. He's actually probably got a couple of them already. Right, Chris? So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot of good things happening and we might not see them daily, but uh, a lot of good things are happening behind the scenes. And I, for one, am glad to be a part of it. So, um... A big shout out uh, to Mr. Jeffries there. And if anybody else is watching this program and you're a state representative and you're a state senator and you're a Democrat or you're an independent and somebody sends this video to you, I would think very, very, um, think very hard about which side of history you want to be on. And I'd do the same thing. Now, Clee Sully in the Rumble chat said, I'm surprised that Joe Manchin hasn't switched. Amen. So am I. So am I. Ladies and gentlemen, we need all the likes on this video we can get. Please rumble this video. We have 3,300 people watching right now here on Rumble. And all I see is 999 rumbles. There is no reason why the LFA family is not making sure that we have as many people viewing uh, the video uh, as rumbles. So please, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get our butts in gear. No more sitting on the fence. No more sitting on the sideline. No more waiting for things to happen. Your liking the video does a lot more than you know. And I'd like to thank Joan922. She just donated $200 to help pay Eli. Thank you very much, Joan. You guys have no idea how important it is for you to like this video. It isn't just like the old days where you say, hey, like the video, subscribe and smash those likes, smash those rumbles. No, no. This is everything. Because this is a review of this show. It's a review of the channel. And Rumble pushes things out on their front page, based on your reviews, based on your audience rumbling other audiences, not on over, um, not on the uh, how many views the video gets. It's not about that. It's about engagement. Please like the video. All right. We have been warning you for months and months and months 
and especially in these last two weeks here on LFA TV, that the mask mandates are coming back. And ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly what just happened. The mask mandates are back in effect on the U.S. Air Force and the U.S. Army bases, ladies and gentlemen. And this mask mandate effect went in on November 30th yesterday and is in accordance with the installation guidance. Masks are required in all FW, uh, FMWR facilities by all patrons and all personnel. The U.S. Department of Defense has mandated that a fully vaccinated DOD worker, uh, fully vaccinated DOD workers to wear masks again, allegedly due to the high COVID-19 transmission rate on Thanksgiving. Well, isn't that weird? And that's why we played Senator Ron Johnson earlier going public saying, um, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. Clearly that the COVID-19 vaccine does not stop transmission of COVID-19. Clearly, because after Thanksgiving, you guys are masking everybody back up again. If I was everybody in the DOD and everybody in the military, I'd tell them to stick it where the sun don't shine. I would burn that mask. I'd spit on it. I'd urinate on it. I'd do whatever. I'd defecate on the thing if I had to. Sorry to get so graphic. But I would take any responsibility and any punishment for, for what I did. All responsibility and any punishment for what I did. I would, you would never, ever, ever, ever put a mask on me ever again. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I cannot believe that, uh, that, that we... I cannot believe that the United States of America has become so pussified. I can't. I cannot believe how weak we've come as a country. And not individually. You're probably not weak. I'm not weak. I'm talking about the country as a whole. We've become so weak, so incredibly coward-like, so yellow-bellied in this country. It actually makes me sick. It really does. It really does. You would have never been able to do this 30 years ago. You would never have been able to do this in the 1980s, 1990s. You would have never been able to do this in the early 2000s. But you're doing it now. And you know who we have to thank for that? Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, and yes, George W. Bush. Because when PC started happening, you know, um, not being able, political correctness, not being able to say certain things, that's when it all started. That was the baby. And now we're in a full-blown temper tantrum adult. And people are allowed to do whatever they want. And there's no accountability. I can't wait until mom and dad come home, take off the belt, and whoop you red, black and blue, to where you can't walk for a month. Remember those days? Remember those days, ladies and gentlemen? That built character. That built toughness. I am so sick of this country uh, uh, for what it's become. It's time for the real men and the real women to stand back up. And it's time for men to be men again. Can I just say that? And I'm not saying this to you in a uh, misogynistic Andrew Tate kind of way. I'm saying this in a very godly, constitutional, red, white, and blue America way. It's time for men to stand up and be men again, okay? Say what you need to say as a man. Don't be afraid of somebody calling you a misogynist or anything like this. It's time for men to be men again. Because I'm going to tell you what, when the poop hits the fan and we've got to take this country back, it's going to be men that do it. Strong men. Because behind every strong man is a strong woman. And you can't be a strong man unless you've got a strong woman behind you. Stand up. About time. Another thing you should stand up and do, especially if you owned a business or you owned a church or you know somebody who owned a business or you know somebody who owned a church, and that would be to stand up and go get the money that they have raped your children and grandchildren of. Your, great, your children, your grandchildren, and your great-grandchildren are in debt because of this current administration and the, Biden, uh, the, uh, the Obama administration and the Bush administration. And they're going to continue to bankrupt you. So when there's money set aside for you uh, or your friends who own businesses and it's been passed and it's sitting there, don't let them take it. Go get it. Go to covidtaxrelief.org today. Ladies and gentlemen, claim the money that is rightfully belongs to you, that they're, st- they're taken from you anyway. And you can get up to $26,000 per employee that you had during COVID if you kept them employed or if you were forced to shut down. And that goes for 501c3s, private businesses, public businesses, churches, uh, houses, uh, synagogues, whatever. If you or anybody you know is affected by that and they had W-2 employees, they're uh, eligible for a small fortune, depending on how many employees they had. Go to covidtaxrelief.org, okay? 
Lindy Lou says, I'm a strong woman. There you go, girl. There you go. Lauren says, some lady really peed me off yesterday, and she was wearing a surgical mask, and I almost said something to her, but I didn't. But I was so close. You know what? You can do it the way that men's soccer team uh, leader did. You can say it in a way that's very respectful, but at the same time, very straightforward. Very straightforward. I'm a strong woman. I stand behind my man or beside my man to fight along, uh, to fight along next to him. Amen, Heather. Amen. Amen. Be a man and be a woman and support your man. Because without strong women supporting strong men, we don't have strong men. Period. It's that simple. We are one flesh. God made us the same. You do not, uh, you do not, you're not, your woman is not your slave. Okay? She's right there alongside you. Remember that. All right. Another thing that we've been warning you out about here on LFA TV is the economy. Okay? We've been pushing you guys towards, you know, putting your money in more safe uh, you know, like gold and silver, safe places to where the government is not control of what your money's worth and how much of it you get to keep. You made that money. That money belongs to you. The government should in no way be able to eradicate the value of that money or take that money from you. But ladies and gentlemen, a very famous investor is now warning that the United States of America is going to be in a recession for years to come. Extended multi-year Recession. He goes by the name of Michael Burry. Michael Burry was a famous investor behind the big short. He warned of a rising, inf- uh, warned of rising inflation and a huge market bubble that's about to pop. Okay? He says, um, so this was all in tweets, and I'm not going to read all the tweets. Um, but the, after two consecutive quarters of contraction, the United States economy picked up in Q3. The second estimate released Wednesday Uh, showed that the U.S. GDP rose 2.9% versus market expectations of a 2.7% increase. This comes after two negative readings of of, uh, negative 1.6 and negative 06. But with the Federal Reserve raising rates by 350 basis points and 100,000 manufacturing jobs completely gone in in one quarter, ladies and gentlemen, and inflation uh, where it is, we we are literally doomed for the market to burst we are literally doomed. Our 401ks, whatever you have left, will be gone, ladies and gentlemen, if we stay on this current tra- uh, trajectory. And I don't see anything that's showing anything otherwise. And this man is predicting that we're going to have a multi-year recession. So all I can say to you is this. I cannot tell you what to do with your money. I am not a financial advisor. However, I talk to enough people who do know about money and who are financial advisors to tell you that if you don't become more aware of what's going on, and you don't take action now with the money that you might have set aside, if you do, then you're absolutely stupid and you get whatever's coming to you. That's what they're saying. That's not what I'm saying. That's what they're saying. You've been warned enough. Now, I don't have a a savings, okay? I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars put away somewhere. But if I did, I would listen to the people that know what the heck they're talking about, okay? Jeremy, I saw a doctor today. He asked me if I was allergic to any medications. I answered, said I was allergic to the COVID vaccine. She laughed and told me she loved me. (laughs) That's a good doctor. That is a good doctor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one more big round of sharing, please, as we get to this next story. Air marshals have refused an order from the Biden administration to deploy to the southern border. Wow. Now we're seeing people refuse orders from the White House administration. How bad do you think it's getting for Joe Biden? And by the way, remember Joe Biden kept saying, I, I have every intention to run. The last time he was just asked, which was just yesterday, if he plans on, no, today, if he plans on running, he said, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, let's get into this report. Uh, U.S. Air Marshals are planning to defy an order from the Biden administration that they deploy to the southern border to aid in the handling of the illegal migrant invasion of our border. A plan that would mean that 99% of the air mar- of the commercial uh, air marshals out there um, that are on commercial flights would be without protection of an air marshal. Quote, the rank and file air marshals are going to refuse to deploy and risk termination. Air Marshal National Council President David Londo told the Washington Examiner, quote, you're almost going to have a mutiny of federal agencies, which is unheard of. Think about what that man just said. You've got Border Patrol. You've got ICE. 
You've got people who know that this country is going to hell in a handbasket. And this man, who is the Air Marshal National Council President, just told the Washington Examiner that you're about to have a mutiny of federal agencies, which is unheard of. Why would you have a mutiny of federal agencies going against a president's wish? I'll tell you why. Because they are starting to say we are sick and tired of working under an illegitimate president and we don't think he has the order, the ability to order that to begin with. That's what's really going on here. That's what's really going on here. And all we need is one or two federal agencies to give the proverbial middle finger to Joe Biden and say, you're not legitimate. We're not going to do anything you say. Do you know how big this is for a federal air marshal agency to look at the president of the United States and tell him to kick rocks, tell him to get bent, tell him to shut up. We're not listening to you. They're risking termination. And ladies and gentlemen, who knows what else? Who knows what else? And if this agency defies the resident of the United States of America, I wonder how many are going to follow. I wonder how many are going to follow. And I wonder how much President Trump has to do with this. Think about that. President Trump is so sure about his ability to do everything he's going to do. You cannot tell me as a former president of the United States, and I use the word former loosely, that he doesn't have people in place to take down everybody when, it, when he needs to. He's not stupid. He's not going to let them do this again. So big shout out. Big, huge shout out. And the smart, let's go ahead and give the, we're going to give the Smarty Award. Yep. Let's go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day right now to, um, to the, the air marshals, the federal air marshals for saying, nope, we are not going to comply. Take your, take your uh, rules, take your uh, demands and shove them up your butt. How about that? Smarty Award of the Day goes to the federal air marshals because it's the first time we've seen a federal agency literally tell them, nope, too bad, we're, gonna, we're, we're going to uh, risk being fired, risk termination. Ooh, I love it. Speaking of termination, Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, yeah, the Supreme Court said, yeah, we're going to review this. The Supreme Court is stepping in because Biden asked them to because the federal courts all said, you don't have the power to do this. <laughs> Another court telling Biden he doesn't have the power to do something. <laughs> Look at Biden's face when you tell him he doesn't have power. That's Biden short-circuiting. Come on, man. Come on, man. Another uh, high-level you know, United States court telling him, you don't have the power to do that. So he's crying, kicking, and screaming. All the way to the Supreme Court, ladies and gentlemen. Please, I want to be able to give people free college. Too bad, so sad. Now, who knows what the Supreme Court is actually going to do, but they have said that they will revu- review the student bailout loan program or student bailout program, excuse me, in expedited oral arguments scheduled for February. But guess what happens from now until February? You don't get no free college. You don't get no free school. Pay your loans off like everybody else. You scumbag losers. I took a loan out, but I can't pay it back. What does that make me? I'm a loser. Now, I know some people fall on hard times. But these people who don't want to pay their loans back are not falling on hard times. They just don't want to pay their student loans because they think that it should be on a taxpayer dollar dime. Nope, not going to happen. Not going to (laughs) happen. Big loss there for Joe Biden, huh? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to uh, get into this uh, next couple stories here. Remember when Maricopa County refused uh, Ben Berkwam and Jordan Conradson of the Gateway Pundit refused them entry into the Maricopa um, facility where they were counting votes uh, or, or not counting votes, whatever you want to call it. It, was just, it just happened about a week ago. Ben Berkwam, if you remember, was escorted off the premise by the local sheriff's department who was a real piece of work. We'll call him that. Who was a real piece of work. And so was Jordan Conradson. Well, good news, ladies and gentlemen. Good news. They filed a lawsuit. I love it. On behalf of the Gateway Pundit and Real America's Voice News. And ladies and gentlemen, great news. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has agreed to hear the motion for emergency relief. And if the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals grants them this relief, 
grants them this emergency relief in this lawsuit, then guess what? Jordan Conradson and Ben Berkwam will have immediate access as reporters, as journalists, as the press, freedom of the press, to all future events in Maricopa County. Ooh, I love winning. I love winning, and the Ninth Circuit, and the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals is, is actually predicted to, give the, to grant this. I mean, based on past stuff, they are predicted to grant this. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's pray for Ben Berkwam. Let's pray for Jordan, Jordan Conradson. Let's pray for the Gateway Pundit. Let's pray for Real America's Voice News that they get this done because this will set a precedent all around the country, and you're not going to be able to keep these reporters out forever, all right? We're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to keep these reporters out forever. So big shout out to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal for agreeing to hear this emergency motion uh, for relief. And let's hope they get back everything that belongs to them. Amen. All right. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got, uh, you're not going to want to miss this. We've got to give the Dumb Dumb Award away for November. So all those who got to stay here, you get to see who do you think is going to be the Dumb Dumb Award for November? You think about that. While we go to our last sponsor of the evening, and that is HomeTitleLock.com. Ladies and gentlemen, HomeTitleLock.com. I can't think of a better present to get somebody than to give them a year. It's like, it's 240 bucks, a year's worth of a subscription for, to protect their home. I mean, look, you guys get people clothes, you get them gift cards. Why not give them a year of protection of their home? And they say, what is this? And they say, oh, you didn't know how fast your home could be stolen? You didn't know how fast the equity could be taken out of your home? You have $200,000 of equity and now you have none? Oh, fun. Folks, your home is more than your four walls and your roof. Your home is your memories. Your home is, your, is, your, is basically all your money, all your life. If you need to take out a loan, you use a home equity loan at the very least because your home is your treasure and people are taking it away from you. And don't think that these scumbag government officials aren't involved in this. I'm sure they are. That's my personal opinion. I'm sure they are. But go to HomeTitleLock.com today. Protect your home for pennies on the day. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code LFA. All right. Now, before we get to the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month, a Georgia man was sentenced to 25 years in prison for voter fraud. Amen. Amen. District Attorney Chris Arndt announced that William Chase, 62 years old, was convicted of an unlawful act regarding electors' votes, voting twice in the same election, first-degree forgery, and performing illegal acts with election documents. Chief Judge Christina Graham sentenced Chase to 25 years in prison without the possibility of parole until 15 years. Do you know this is the kind of stuff that needs to happen all over the country right now? If we could just set this precedent around the country right now, that if you mess around, if you FAFO, when it comes to voter fraud, you're going to get 25 years in prison minimum. If we could just set that precedent state to state, watch how fast voter fraud would be finished, folks. Watch how fast voter fraud would be finished. Oh, by the way, he was a Democrat. Oh, he was a Democrat, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? A Democrat gets 25 years in prison for voter fraud. Hmm. Well, you know what I say. He gets the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, the most secure election in history, an election where Joe Biden get 81 million votes. <laughs> All right. We have 1,170 rumbles. I do. That's not good enough. That's not even close to good enough. Not even close. So maybe you guys are hitting that rumble button twice. You can't do that. You got to hit it once and once only. If it's lit up, you hit it. If it's lit up, you hit it. We're going to have one more big round of rumbles while we get ready for the dumb, dumb award of the day. We got to cue that dumb, dumb music. Who do you guys think it's going to be? Who do you think it's going to be? Cue the music. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, at the beginning of every month, we give the coveted dumb, dumb award of the day or the month, for the month prior. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to focus very heavy on giving the Dumb Dumb Award of November 2022 to none other than Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano, you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the day because when you decided that you didn't want to drive your Tesla anymore because Elon Musk 
reminds you of a white supremacist and you said, I'm getting rid of my Tesla and I now bought a Volkswagen? Well, <laughs> Volkswagen is truly the Nazi of cars. Yes, Alyssa Milano was made to look so stupid during that tweet, ladies and gentlemen, where she said, I'm not going to buy this Nazi Marxist white supremacist car, this Tesla. I got rid of it and I bought a Volkswagen. And somebody said, good job, Alyssa Milano. Volkswagen was literally mass produced by Hitler himself, the Nazi party. So Alyssa Milano, you get the coveted dumb, dumb award of the month. You are so stupid. You are so dumb. And you have outed yourself as a true Nazi. (laughs) Oh, don't you think, ladies and gentlemen, that that was the right person? To give the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month to, I do. Incredibly stupid person. Incredibly dumb. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. Thank you for joining. And I know I know some people are like, you know, you shouldn't call people dumb. You shouldn't call people stupid. Blah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. But we like to have a little fun here. And some people truly are dumb. And some people truly are stupid. Anyway, please check out JeremyHerald.com. We have the new coffee up, ladies and gentlemen. Rise up coffee. It's there. Two different kinds, light, medium roast, American pecan, and of course, your dark Sumatra, your dark roast. Check it out today. While you're there, sign up for a Bible for the holidays, for Christmas, and please sign up for the newsletter, okay? We have about 10,000 people signed up for that newsletter. I'd like to see about 15,000 by the end of the year. That way we can all stay connected. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love each and every one of you, and we'll see you tomorrow here on LFA TV, and remember to keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel. Peace! In America